Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we have nobody. It's just myself today. First time going solo in a long time. Um, and what a game to do it in. Pirates lose 7-2 to two today. Was not a good game anywhere. Pitching wasn't there. The hitting wasn't really there for the most part. Um, just, just a bad game. And it all started with a delay. Pirates are going to start the game today at 135. Ended up starting at 4 o'clock due to rain. Conditions weren't terrible, but obviously this is the only time they're playing Washington. It was the last game. They're going out of town tomorrow. Pirates are off tomorrow, but you can see they're probably trying to get it in today. And uh, <laughs> I think for most of the Pirates fans and players, they probably just would have wished it was postponed and delayed. Or I'm sorry, but uh, post, yeah, postponed because it wasn't well played. But regardless, I'm going to try to keep this a little bit short and sweet also because, again, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Certainly not a whole lot positive to talk about today. Johan Oviedo took the mound. Um, he's been excellent this year. I mean, you can't deny what he has done. He has been a very, very good pitcher. Uh, I know we've talked and debated on, like, how good of a pitcher he can be. He certainly has the stuff, and he's been putting it together this year. Like, as a matter of fact, his curveball ranks one of the better pitches in baseball, which a lot of Pirates – Pirates pitchers, by the way, have some really nasty pitches ranked pretty highly. Talking about Vince Velasquez, Rowan Z, David Bednar, and Oviedo today and his. Um, also Robert Stevenson, but we'll get to that another day. But anyways, yeah, like it was not a good start by him today. He just was not feeling it at all. And one thing, too, is he was throwing it, the slider, very, very heavy today. I mean, at one point, he was, I think, 80% breaking balls. Throwing the slider heavy, the curveball there, the four seam here is only through like 15% of the time at one point. Um, so I just don't know if he wasn't trusting his fastball, didn't like it or, or what, but he was certainly throwing a lot of sliders. And we also know the umpire's been very, very bad this year in the sense of calling balls and strikes. So a lot of pitchers, which I feel like Rich Hill gets so many of these calls, but regardless, it seems like they're giving the outer ends of the strike zone. I mean, it's expanded quite a bit in most, most games. So you could maybe see that being kind of advantageous, but it wasn't today. He just was not hitting the strike zone at all. Again, throwing that slider a lot. Um, and it just didn't work out. And when he was getting into the zone, just laying it up there, lots of hard hits. I think he ended 2.1 innings. Let me confirm again. I think it was 2.17 earned. Yeah, 2.17 earned runs. He had nine hits. And the thing about it is, of the nine hits, seven qualified as hard hits. So, again, he wasn't finding the strike zone often. Um, he did walk two batters in the 2.4, which, again, like going pre-2023 season, walks was a huge struggle for him, which is, again, why there's a lot of reliever label attached to Johan Oviedo. Again, that was an issue. But when he was hitting the strike zone, he was just getting wrecked. So, again, seven out of the nine hits in just 2.1 innings were qualified as hard hits. Um, and yeah, he gives up the seven. So 
Again, it was not a good start by Owen Oviedo. But by any means, maybe the delay's a factor. Who knows? I'm chalking this up as, so far, what we've seen out the rest of the year, even though at this point in time, he has a 4.78 ERA, which is worst on the staff because of today's start. I'm still very optimistic on Oviedo at this point because, again, he has looked very, very good to today's game. So, again, baseball players are very players of routine, traditions, patterns. I mean, Jesus, we heard that from, you know, Adam Frazier, what he goes through is his pregame rituals and such. So there's very ritualistic things on players, and maybe this delay did something to Oviedo. He just wasn't crisp and all there today. I'll chalk it up and say, you know, it's a mulligan. Let me see what happens in the next start to really, you know, deep down dive and, and see what he's got. But again, was not a good start by him. But here's the thing, too. On the other side, so Josiah Gray, he actually pitched. I mean, if you look at the, the box score at the end of the day, he pitched pretty well. You know, Gray pitched six innings, only one earned run. He did have three walks as well, six strikeouts, three hits. But there was a point in time, too, it seemed as like him and Oviedo were like the same issues. He was very, very slatter heavy as well. Uh, I mean, I swear, like he threw like 20 in a row at one point. Um, and there was that big inning where he had the bases loaded. He was walking people. It seemed like the Pirates, you know, down five, nothing at that time. Um, you know, the, I guess at that point in time, it's five to one. But, you know, the Pirates got down early quickly. Um, but right, like Josiah Gray was was not feeling it too well. You, you seemed, you felt the Pirates were going to come back. Bases loaded. Didn't happen. But then, like, after that, Gray just started pitching excellent. He started incorporating the fastball more, and he turned around. So it was like the struggles that Oviedo had. You saw Gray having there for a little bit also, but he was able to bounce back in a big way. Uh, he does get the win for the Nationals. But, um, again, it, it just didn't work out for Oviedo. It is what it is. You chalk it up. It's a bad start. The Pirates are still 20-9. and nine. <laughs> Like you're talking about the 2023 Pittsburgh Pirates. They are still a 20 and nine team. You know, they couldn't sweep the Nationals in Washington, D.C. Oh, well, they took two out of three. Uh, I'm very, I'm, ve I'm more than content. Like, I'm very ecstatic about this team and where they are at this point in time. And this upcoming week's going to be a huge week for them. So they have Tampa in Tampa, then they have the, the Blue Jays at home. So for the people that talk, like, you know, hey, I, yeah, the record's there, but who have they played? I mean, they did play the Dodgers. They, they played some decent teams. But this is going to be a big test for them this upcoming week. So, you know, if you really want that measuring stick, even though Tampa lost it in the ninth inning today to the White Sox, but I believe they're up by seven runs in that inning, um, they're still a good baseball team. So you have them. Then, of course, again, as you mentioned, you have the Blue Jays. So back-to-back -back series coming up. Um, it's going to be a very, very big test for the Pirates. So, again, today – not a good, not a good game. It is what it is. It's a loss, but you're still, you have to feel good about this team right now being 20 and nine heading into May. Um, to go down the list here again, as far as pitchers go, <sighs> big bank Moretta came in, you know, he just doesn't leave me feeling too confident after every time he, he makes his appearance. I'll be at 1.2 innings today. Just one hit one walk. He had a strikeout. 50% strikes like that's just his real issue still this guy cannot find the strike zone and I understand like the 3.86 ERA isn't terrible by any means but man I'm talking about this guy is is getting lucky that's how I feel like he's just not a good pitcher unfortunately it's a guy you want to be good 
right? You saw what he did the very early part of the season, but as you keep watching him, I'm not that confident in him. Certainly not as much as I'm going to talk about as far as another pitcher here in a second. But regardless, Moretta does what he needed to do. He lasted, you know, he got through the 1.2 innings, um, scoreless. But it was her, Jose Hernandez who came in. And uh, that's who I want to talk about. And I put it on Twitter, just to preference this. You know, it was a questionable pick. He was the Rule 5 pick this year. And I think it was questionable. I mean, people did talk about it. First off, the Pirates had the third pick in the Rule 5 draft. And by all means, it's the Rule 5 draft. It's not as if like there's a really regular MLB draft. I mean, these guys are leftovers from every team, right? And most guys don't even make it. So you can't have any real outrage as far as like a Rule 5 draft pick. But like Baseball America didn't even have him on their list. You know, he wasn't even on their list of players to look for. They did a write-up on, let alone the third taken in the draft. So again, like he was 24 years old. In double A, he didn't have good numbers. Um, so, like when the pick happened, there were some questions on it. Who is this guy, and why are the Pirates taking him so early? But so far, I've been thoroughly impressed. I, I mean, it only lasted, I feel like, a week, week and a half when Tyler was on the show, and we we're talking about him and saying, I think it's time to give him maybe a little more, you know, higher leverage innings. It's not so much that you have to hide this guy, you know, as a lefty specialist, rule five guy. Maybe he's got something to him. And that's exactly what he's done so far. Uh, I, I Shoot, I had the numbers here. Hopefully I still do, but I think it was 11.2. I'm on Connor Joe. <laughs> um, I think it's 11.2 innings pitched with 11 Ks. I just want to get the exact innings pitched because I'm not 100%. Yeah, so it's 11.2 innings pitch he has on the year so far. 11 strikeouts, just one walk. The walks were an issue for him. Um, just one walk, no home runs, one earned run the whole time. So like the dude legit has a 0.77 ERA at this point. I'm looking at him right now in the same way we talked before. I, this guy could be a big part of this bullpen. We discussed how the starters are making this bullpen look good, right? They're giving the innings. So that way it's a quick turnaround to your setup man and your closer, right? Your eighth and ninth inning guys are there. So you don't need that many to fill in the, the fifth, the sixth, or the seventh. And Jose Hernandez looking like maybe he's more than just this lefty specialist. Maybe he actually be part of this bullpen, right? A part of the sixth, seventh inning guy and such to get some high leverage innings in and be a better bullpen. You know, that's the one thing we talk about with this bullpen is it's very good in Holderman and Bednar, but the middle pieces, like the depth of the bullpen is is a low point. Underwood's doing pretty good, but are you really, really trust Underwood, right? Stevenson, maybe like Stevenson also kind of stepping up and looking pretty good. So it's like, if you squint decently hard right now, not even that hard, you might be starting to see some depth of this bullpen. And again, part of that is, as we mentioned here, Stevenson, but also Jose, Jose Hernandez. I'm liking what I see out of this kid so far and uh, making those, that question, that pick, Looking kind of silly right now, maybe. So, yeah. But again, big day for Jose Hernandez. He does go two innings. Of course, like I said, you know, gives that length. Does give up two hits, two strikeouts, no walks. Um, carries over to Yon Ramirez. Also scores from him. Again, it was really Oviedo who pitched terribly. After that, the bullpen did their job. They looked pretty decent. And again, Yon Ramirez was part of that also. Who then turned it over to Dwayne Underwood Jr., who did have an inning pitched, one hit, one walk, no strikeouts, 
that point in time, you're just throwing strikes. Nationals just want to get out of here. Seemed like the Pirates kind of wanted to as well. So that's the pitching. As mentioned, we'll get to the batters here. Not a whole lot to talk about here also. Uh, I know the big day, Brian Reynolds is still doing Brian Reynolds things. I mean, since he, I don't have the numbers in front of me, I didn't really look it up, but I can tell you, since he signed that extension, he's been hot. He's been on fire. He goes two for four today with an RBI, one strikeout, gets his ninth double of the season. Uh, Brian Reynolds looks good. He's back. I mean, there was that little week-long struggle he had. That's gone. That's erased. He's looking good again. He's batting 320 on the year again. Um, and then, like, Connor Joe, he hit his seventh double of the day today. Um, he seemed like, again, like he didn't want that, that game to end. And Marcano had uh, two hits, two for four today. But as far as the hits go, only six hits on the day for the Pirates. Three walks, nine strikeouts. Uh, so, yeah, they were striking out a little more today than they usually do. But, again, like we're talking about a team that struck out nine times and in a negative way. Think about this team last year. If they struck out nine times, you're like, hey, it wasn't too bad of a game. <laughs> nine times, nine strikeouts, six hits. I'll take it. Again, that's where we're at this year with the Pirates. So they're 20-9. They lost today. It's not that big of a deal. Still feeling good. Um, but Hayes goes over four. Anduar goes over three with a strikeout. Did have a walk. Now, again, that walk, I think, was on four straight pitches. Um, no, ball, the fourth the fourth pitch might have been a strike. But regardless, there was really nothing hit there, so that walk there. Um, but he didn't look good at the plate today. I understand he had a home run yesterday, um, but did not look good today. <laughs> uh, no, he had two home runs. Oh, well, position player. Jack Sawinski, three-strikeout day for him. I'm not going to go hard on him. He actually leads the team in war right now. By the way, if you're looking coming in today, at a 1.2 war. Um, he's the best hitter on the team. I'm still like cautious on what Jack Sawinski is. Yeah, and also Wallace Scrapes. Yeah, that first strikeout was that was a ball. That was clearly a ball. And the second at bat, like the same pitch was there, and they called it a ball. I was expecting another strike but they called it right that time. So yeah, like the first strikeout, certainly not on him, but it was three strikeouts. But like, again, just talking to Jack Swinski, I know Jim is Swinski pilled right now. I think I didn't realize it. I didn't hear this part listening to the post game last night, but Jim mentioned how he more or less compared him to Juan Soto in his prime. I'm not ready to go there. I'm sure that was a bit facetious, but regardless what Jack Swinski is doing this year is really, really good. Again, he's not chasing any pitches. This guy has one of the better eyes in baseball right now, a la Juan Soto. His issue is hitting, making contact, balls thrown into the zone. And that's improved tremendously. Like, I want to say before, or like right in the Colorado series, right before we, started, before we started breaking out, his percentage of contact in the zone was like 65%. Now it's up to like 75%. I mean, it's it's getting there. Um, we're seeing a much, much better Jack Swinsky all around. Today was just maybe a bad game. Three strikeouts, not what you want to see. But again, certainly a bad game from Jack Sawinski. But I'm really hopeful on what we're seeing right now. We know he's hot. We know he's cold. I'm hoping this isn't just a hot streak. I'm hoping this isn't like a fun, this is actual fundamental change in it for him. But uh, yeah, regardless, 0 for 4 day for him with three strikeouts. Hedges, 0 for 3, two strikeouts. I swear this guy was trying so hard to pull for a home run today. I don't know how that one wasn't a home run. So there was a controversial play. Not really that 
controversial play, but there was a, a home run I thought was hit a home run. They called a foul. They had on replay, and then on replay it does show foul, but I don't know how that ball, like, did it somehow, like, legit curve in to the stands? Because, like, when you see where the ball landed, that had to be fair territory, but it went foul. And, and normally the, the ball would, like, curve the other way. I don't understand the physics on that. I'm so confused on how that ball was foul. But you look at replay, it was legit foul. But where it landed, I don't understand how it was foul. But regardless, he ended up striking out. And then he hit one pretty far, too, like almost to the warning track. He pulled it. So that Hedges was trying to go deep today. He was trying. And I know he had one in spring training that you know he pulled as well. So he was trying his hardest to go deep today and show he deserves to be in that lineup. But it just didn't work out for him. Um, yeah. So a pulled home run that landed fair and was a foul ball. I don't understand how that happens if there's any physics majors in here or like anyone who can understand that and break that down for me please help me because it doesn't make any sense um but yeah i i, I don't know again there's not a whole lot to worry about carlos santana went over to two walks he's looking pretty decent um the one hit he had that's another thing to talk about i feel like the pirates especially the first game yesterday but even on the second game the 16 to 1 loss they're getting balls like just break into them all day long wherever they were standing the ball was being hit to the nationals guy was being sent back to the dugout and today ball bounced back the different way for the pirates they were on the other end of that and again um santana was certainly one of those so he got a ball taken a hit taken away from him there was one hit that like legit bounced on second base and deflected into the outfield that like either Bayer or Marcano could have had. Um, it just wasn't a good day for the Pirates. So again, like we talked all around, the pitching wasn't really there. The bats weren't there. And fielding-wise, just complete bad luck. Albeit, that's not why they lost this game 7-2 by any means. It's just saying there was a lot of bad luck for the Pirates on top of the very poor performance today. Um, but yeah, so, so again, the Pirates are leaving the Nationals. Tomorrow's an off day. They do play Tampa Bay on Tuesday, the Tuesday, 6.30, Wednesday, 6.30, and then I think a 1.35 on uh, Thursday. So once again, it's a big series coming up. Then they do have the Blue Jays Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm excited for this upcoming week. Uh, we will, of course, have a Starbucks tomorrow morning, Jim and I, probably talking about some prospects and then some stories, and I don't know as far as prospects go. Maybe someone by the name of Henry Davis, who's still just tearing it up in double A right now. Get that man out of there. He deserves to be, well, you can debate the majors, but certainly triple A at this point in time. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm going to get out of here. It's 20 minutes. This game's done with. I appreciate y'all sticking by watching and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.